0: This is Jimmy B and TC on Des Moines' big station for sports, 1700 KBGG. Hey everybody, welcome
1: in. Right now it's nice out. Supposed to stay that way and then later, big rainstorm. Oh well. Uh, Look, we've got a terrific show lined up for you today. Uh, Alex Halstead will join us at 1225, 24-7 Cyclone Alert. The latest on the Clones as they uh, play tonight, final home game of the regular season, and they will host Oklahoma State, a big matchup in the Big 12. Also, football underway, and the big story, Joel Lanning, former quarterback, now as a linebacker we'll get into all of that with alex uh one o'clock andrew garda nfl pro football weekly the big news adrian peterson uh he's going to become a free agent uh beginning in just a few days vikings say they still want to sign him we'll see we'll get into the nfl uh with andrew 140 mark simon espn stats info on major league baseball Two o'clock, John Bonencamp, the sports editor, Burlington Hawkeye. More on the Hawks, and at two twenty-five, Brian Goodman, Big Twelve. Rush the court. Uh, we'll pick his brain about college basketball
2: as well. How you doing, pal? Oh, not too bad. Yeah. Running a little ragged today, you are, but uh, yeah. it's a busy time, Jimmy B. Yes, it is. You know all too well how uh, busy March is, and it well, is. of course this weird. You know the schedule's a little funky end of February and yeah. into March, but. Last night, conference tournament play starts up. The Atlantic Sun, I know you were locked and loaded for that. Well, listen, I'm a big fan of Florida Gulf Coast. Yeah, absolutely. The number one seed. They win by 30, so they'll be moving on. (laughs) Tonight, it's the Big South getting going. I know you're locked and loaded tonight with Presbyterian as they go up the Blue Hose against the Fighting Camels from Campbell. Uh, what time is that game on? Is that, a, the, is that the Erling game against the Fighting Camels? That is uh, a 7 o'clock, start, 6 o'clock for us here Central oh, Time. Okay. You right. can check it out on BigSouthSports.com. Yeah, I'll
1: probably watch a little bit of that before I get set for the Iowa State game. That'll probably be in my wheelhouse. Oh, wait, uh, there's a couple of Big Ten games that I may want to oh, sample, okay. and okay. an ACC game of uh, big importance, Florida State and Duke. Not too bad. Not bad. No, no. Indiana, Purdue. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah. Yeah. That's Those are the early games.
2: So you'll be locked and loaded with that. I'll I be would. making my way up to Ankeny tonight. That's right. You're
1: doing another high school game.
2: Another high school game tonight. It's the 4A sub-state finals. A lot of fun games across uh-huh. the state. Here locally, I'll bring you the Hoover Valley game. Big one. Two top ten teams. Really a shame that uh, one of those teams won't make it to the state tournament. That'll be going on. newton Goes up against Johnston, right. that Newton squad that pulled the big upset against Dowling. We talked about yesterday, Johnston scoring five points in four seconds. That's amazing. To beat Ames up at Ames uh, last Friday night. And then you have the upstart Ankeny Hawks come in with an 11-12 and 12 record, Jimmy B. Unbelievable. They upset number 2-ranked Waukee, though, last Friday night. And they'll get Des Moines North. So three local games going on. Over on the east side of the state, it'll be Hawkeye versus Hawkeye, as it'll be Iowa City West with the McCaffreys. Going up against Joe Wieskamp and uh, Muscatine. Will that
1: that gym just be, like, overflowing?
2: Well, they're not playing in a gym.
1: Oh, they aren't. They're playing at the U.S.
2: Cellular Center. Oh, they are, downtown. Yeah. Okay. So not a gym.
1: Okay, well, that's good, because they're going to have a big crowd for that.
2: Yeah, they got a doubleheader happening there, and uh, looking forward to that. Now, I don't think it's going to be a good game. You don't, really? No, no, no. Uh, Okay. Just... When he got a minute, pull up the numbers for Joe Weisskamp. Yeah. He's averaging over 30 a game. Remember, he's playing 4A basketball. Yes, he is, yeah. Now, this isn't a kid dominating the the Iowa Star Conference here. He's playing in the MAC. Right. He's playing other big schools, game in and game out. But the rest of his team, there's not a whole lot there. I understand. Uh, One of my buddies officiated one of their games earlier this year. Yeah, and he clued you in? He related to me that there are a couple of guys that start for them, play big minutes, that probably wouldn't play in most one A conferences wow. here in the state. I mean, wow, the, the so drop off is him and that's it, it is. him, that's it. He is a one man okay. crew. I'm going up against Iowa City West. Yeah. and what they can throw at him defensively, Connor McCaffrey, right, Devonte. I mean, they and, and then Patrick McCaffrey that too. Was I mean, yeah. Devonte Lane. They got three guys that are good defenders. Right. All have length to them. On top of it, I think it's going to be a tough one tonight for Wieskamp Camp and uh, that Muscatine squad. Iowa City West is going to come in as the favorite as long as they finish it tonight. But a lot of fun games tonight in 4 and then tomorrow afternoon we'll be finding out. Uh, the brackets will be posted. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll find out who is uh, going to be playing where, what times, all that fun stuff for all the classes. They're changing it up a little bit this year. They did this for football. Instead of releasing the brackets on Friday night after the final round, they waited till Saturday, and they had a show on the uh, Iowa High School Sports Network. Oh, okay. And they're going to do the do same again. thing tomorrow afternoon. So we'll keep you up to date on that tomorrow Jimmy B., you'll be out calling games yourself.
1: I will. I'll be out west. Uh, it's going to be a long day for your
2: boy. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so you'll be gone, but I will be here. First hour and a half, uh, normal. Jimmy B. and TC will go right into mm-hmm. then. Uh, a lot of fun. The 5A uh, quarterfinals for the state girls tournament. Okay. It'll be game one, locals, two locals, Indianola and Johnston. Mm-hmm. Have a little break. Marty Miller then from 3 until 5. Okay. Then a 5, I come back on. From Wells Fargo, it'll be Dolly Valley, Dalling Valley, and followed up with Waukee against Iowa City West. So uh, that's what we have on the plate for tomorrow.
1: You're going to be a busy dude here locally. I always am, Jimmy. You know, I always am. I've got, I've got. Let's see, I'm doing. See, I do two afternoon games, two night games. All right. Then the next day, I do the same. And then the next, and then the following day, it's three days worth of TV. So then I'll do the two consolation games and then the championship game Saturday night. You got that throat all lathered up?
2: You ready to roll?
1: I have freaking no idea who these people are.
2: Well, yeah. I got a lot of homework to do. Yeah, do some research,
1: maybe. Well, when,
0: Jimmy B. I'm, on oh, when, when I'm, I'm on the plane, it's a day away. When I'm
2: on the plane, that's when I do my work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not going to do anything. You're going to show up and be a disaster. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be tuning in and watching this monstrosity. There, there you
1: go. There you go. It'll be fun. And, and look, you're you're going to be. You almost have the same deal. Mm-hmm. Now you're going to do how many games?
2: Three games tomorrow. Three games tomorrow. Okay. Two more on Friday. On Friday, and then the championship on, on Saturday. On Saturday. All right. Yep. All right. Well, you have no time either. Well, no, not at all. <laughs> Another what? Nine games this week. Yeah. Next week could be, be yeah, could right be in the same more. boat. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. I love doing this. I know what you do. It's a I lot know. of fun. It'll be fun. I'll be back. I'll help you out. Well, we got a pretty big game tonight for Iowa State. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. This one. Looms large. Uh,
1: Yes, it does. You
2: know, you go through in Oklahoma State. We've talked about the 0-6 start and where they are today and uh, a chance for them. You know, a lot of brackets still have Oklahoma State in front of Iowa State. They do. In the pecking order. So maybe an opportunity to either close that gap or even pass Oklahoma State up Mm -hmm. and uh, get a victory here. But you look at Oklahoma State and winners of nine of their last ten. Or is it ten out of eleven with with the SEC challenge game in there? Yes, with ten out of eleven. Dig a little deeper, though. You know they played early on a lot of the good teams, and that was a part of their struggle. They,
1: they played a an incredibly tough schedule in conference play to begin. Yes. Yeah, yeah,
2: it, it was about as difficult as you can draw up in the Big Twelve. Yes. And we know the depth of the Big Twelve; we know how good it is. But going a little deeper with this Oklahoma State team, there's one real nice win in there. They went on the road, they beat West Virginia. Uh huh. But outside of that, this is what they did. They won at K-State. I remember that. Right, but K-State, yeah, they, by they, then, the they, wheels had fallen they, off.
1: Yep, they're struggling.
2: This is the stretch that they have here as they have won uh, 10 of their last 11. Okay. At Texas Tech, okay. Yeah. Home for TCU, home for Arkansas, at Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Nothing that's going to
1: wow you. No, no. But, Ar- the- but, but Arkansas, it looks like, it's going to be a tournament team. Sure,
2: too. but that was also at home. I know. I'm just saying these aren't wow. No. This is the one. At West Virginia. That yes, that was really good. That's really good. Lost at home to Baylor, then they come back. They beat Texas, TCU, mm-hmm. Oklahoma, Kansas State, and Texas Tech. Yeah. They've won 10 out of 11, but don't make that... Don't don't make Oklahoma State out to be that they're world beaters all of a sudden.
1: Oh no, I'm, I haven't right. done that. Right, I'm just r- you're, you're there, telling there's some the people audience. that are, are making serious?
2: this Oklahoma State team out to be a top five team coming oh, no, no, in. No, 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 no. They've played well. Yes, but it's not like they're beating Kansas. You know, right? They're they're not beating Kentucky or Florida from the SEC. They beat Arkansas, who right. has been about as inconsistent as you're going to find they, all season they, they long. They have been. It's a good team. It's a very talented team. They are. And but they're not the world beaters that some people maybe are making them out to be. They're good. Mm-hmm. They're good. They're talented. Yeah. But Let's slow down yeah, here slow, on some yeah, of that. They're not
1: points. a top five team here. Let's uh, no, no, not even close. But this tonight's game, I'm I'm really going to look for the game within the game. I mean, look at the backcourt matchup. This it doesn't get much better than this unless you're playing Kansas and you got Frank Mason in the mix. But with the backcourt that. Iowa State has, and the backcourt now that Oklahoma State has, this is pretty good stuff. And with the emergence of Solomon Young to help out underneath, around the basket, uh, now they've got a big enough body in there to battle a couple of the bigs for Oklahoma State. And this game has just terrific written all over it. At least on paper, it looks to be a unbelievably exciting game tonight.
2: This is what we've seen from Jawan Evans, the fine sophomore point guard Boy, he's for Oklahoma State. He is. And he had a stretch there when they were struggling where he didn't play very well. Right. You know, and before conference play began, we were kind of asking the question as Monte Morris just wasn't playing at the highest levels that we'd seen him going into conference play. And the question was, who would you rather have? Monte Morris or Evans. Jawan Evans? And, you know, we asked some national guys, and there were a couple that said, I want Evans. Yeah. I want Evans. Well, he went through his own rough stretch after that. But, boy, he has come on really strong as of late. Just take a look at these numbers and what he has piled up over the last, oh, let's say, let's go back to the last six games. 18 points, five assists, four rebounds. 16 points, six assists, five rebounds. 12 points, six and seven. Mm-hmm. 16, 12 assists, and four rebounds. Yeah. Twenty-seven nine and four. Twenty-one nine and four. Fifteen six and three. Boy can play. He is at a high, high yeah. level. And you know, in a lot of ways he's a lot he's built like Monte Morris. Not not the biggest point guard. Yeah, six one. Yeah. You know, kind yeah. of almost prototypical of the old way that you think of a point guard. You want that six one guy mm-hmm. out there that quick. But his quickness is the difference. It is. He's, he's really fast first, with massive. The, the first step is dynamite. Yes. He's
1: he's by you in that one step. So this is this is a terrific matchup. When we talk about the game within the game, Mm -hmm. the individual matchups tonight, uh, really, you're going to see two really top point guards uh, go head to head against each other. There's no doubt about it. Looking forward to uh, that side uh, of things. What's Forte done in the last uh, during this run?
2: All right, let's bring up old Forte going through his game log of his 17-year career at Oklahoma (laughs) State. Forever. (laughs) Well, let's see here. Let's go. Uh, Three pointers. He's hit over the last six games three, four, one for two, four and nine, 0 for one at K State. Hmm. 0 for two in that game. They covered him up well. And then the last time out, he went 5 of seven against Texas. Hello. (laughs) So he's he's shooting it well. But Kansas State was able to take him out of the game. They they did. So does it come down to their Matt Thomas? Right. Is it every game we just, well, health-wise, what are you going to be able to exactly. get? Exactly. He, I mean, he only scored two points in the last game. Right. But it seems like every time he's had a game like that, he's then bounced he bounce back, back. And at least have a good half. Right. And yeah. that's almost, that's kind of what you're hoping for from Matt Thomas. Going into each game, you're not going to get a full 30 minutes of him probably playing at his highest mm-hmm. level. But if you can get a good half. You can get 15 minutes out yep. of where he hits a couple of three-pointers, is able to play that great defense, knock down a couple of jumpers off the dribble. If he can do that and you at least get a half of that, it uh, keeps you up, and then you start to go to Naz more often, you go to Burton more often, right. whatever it may be, and he can go down that road. It, it, it kind of sucks for the kid, for what he has gone through, the way he's transformed himself in his game. Yes. From what he was, he was just a shooter. That's all he that's, was. That's, he was a shooter yeah. coming out of high school, and what kind of defender he's turned into, to see that he's almost a shell of himself because of those bone spurs, and mm-hmm. it's not just one; it's both feet. No, it's both feet. It's yeah. both feet on yeah. top of it. Man, those suckers hurt too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, you just you hope for the best, and you hope that he's going to be able to find some kind of health here and some kind of relief, and uh, play his best basketball here down the stretch. But going to be a fun
1: one. Oh man, and it's senior night, so yep. it's going to be emotional. But this is this the game has all the makings of being just a sensational. Big Twelve game and the way to close out Hilton uh, during the regular season. It, it doesn't get much better than this. No, not at all. You're, the, the, you're... Play, the place will be just absolutely nuts. Mm-hmm. It, it'll it'll be just bonkers in there, particularly if Oklahoma State is making shots and they are right in it with Iowa State. What this is the kind of game I I want to see. I want to see both ste- uh, both teams scoring regularly mm-hmm. and have it come
2: down to. Something going down in the last 30 seconds. Well, close game, last four minutes, throw yeah. the ball out. Let's see what D- Yeah, happens. let's play. You can sign me up for that. Yep. Plus, uh, well, that'll mean I'll be able to watch it down the stretch <laughs> and uh, see that one. I'll be getting home a little later tonight. but You'll have tip? it on your phone. Can you get it on your phone? I'll have it on calling? the phone. And, oh, okay. absolutely. I'll all have right. it there. I'll be streaming and watching on ESPN3. You've got to do those things on top of it. But,
1: you, folks, you don't know what he does. <laughs> he does. He's, he's amazing. He's a multitasker in the kindest of all words. He does the play-by-play for high school, and on his phone, he's streaming which game he needs to stay up on. So tonight it'll be
2: the Iowa State
1: Oklahoma State game while he does the play-by-play. Absolutely,
2: yeah. got, and gotta keep the people up to date as well. One, people yeah, might I be know. worrying about the scores. One eye, one a full eye, full service. One radio eye broadcast. on the game that you're calling, the other eye on the phone. I better keep both eyes on the <laughs> game tonight. Speaking of that, Hoover yeah. Valley tonight is a game that I'll have. Okay, first to thirty wins. <laughs> That, you know Hoover slows it, it down.
1: Is that's just awful basketball. It's oh, it's it's not even it's not even close to even fan friendly.
2: Doesn't need to be fan friendly. Oh. What Courtney Henderson has done and the way they win basketball games oh. at Hoover though. What do you want? You want to be entertaining I, I, and lose? I know. Yeah. Or do you want to I know. be I get
1: hey, I get it. Yeah.
2: It's a W. Yes. That that's what you that's what you're there for. And that's what they oh. go with. Gosh. It's uh they are incredibly good defensively every year. And You know, when you look at that part of it, yeah, they slow things down. And if it's a close game and Mm -hmm. go to the half and it's 17 to 15. Wow. They're going to pull the ball out for the last two minutes of the half and try to get the final shot. Yeah, they're just going to hold. They'll do it. And they continue to do that. And Valley, they got no problem playing that way either. Mm -hmm. Remember last year at the state tournament? Yeah, they did. They let the whole overtime. The whole OT. The whole overtime go down. Five minutes. Five
1: minutes they held it. Absolutely. But they got it done. uh, It's just dreadful. Might
2: be dreadful in your mind. Dreadful. Need a shot clock. Valley is state champions, though. I get what it. What do you think they'd take? Well, oh, it was fun well. and entertaining. We lost. Or a state championship. I get it. I Listen, I understand. It's 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 all about the W. But yes. But man, oh man, oh man. Now, would I like to see a shot clock? Oh, there's no doubt about it. Yes. I mean, that is. It's we, been we've had that discussion. Necessary for a while. Yeah. And as I always say, if South Dakota can do it, Why can't we? (laughs) Are we that far behind South Dakota? Apparently so. That we can't get it done. Speaking of that, got a highlight for you. I'm ready. Last year at the state tournament, in that game that we talked about, the semifinals, Turner Scott with the game winner. All inbounded to Turner Scott in the backcourt. 20 seconds to play. Four starters and Crowley in for Curry. who had to exit with five fouls on the floor for the Tigers. 11 seconds left. On the right side is Marble. Five seconds. Turner Scott, he's got to hurry. At the
3: buzzer, runner. Got it! It's in! It's in! Turner Scott at the buzzer sends West Des Moines Valley to the state-
2: there you go, Jimmy B. That's a good call. You going to get one of those this week up in Idaho? I hope so. Yeah.
1: I hope that's the case. Call, I,
2: I call, in, call in those game winners. Okay. You don't want to script it. You, you can help me out I, here a little I, bit. I never script anything. You never want to script anything. No. But when they're pulling it out there and they're holding for the final shot, I got four minutes to think about yes, it as I'm talking. Do. All right. Hand off, yeah. <laughs> holding, holding. But I, you never want to go to that spot where you script anything. You know, I, the great moments I in sports history. No. Al, you know, Michael, Al Michaels, do you believe in miracles? Do you believe in miracles? I can't believe what I just, I just saw. saw. You know, all of those, you can't be scripted. Yeah, no. Has to come off the cuff. Yep. Do you think any of those were scripted? Do you think the I'm Al sure, Michaels one was?
1: I'm sure that he ran things through his mind and maybe wrote some things down. Yeah. And at that time, uh, you know, probably had something that he had to go to. Were they
2: called a miracle team before that? Was miracle ever thrown out there, or did that become I just, because of his call? I think
1: it was because of his call. Gotcha. Yes. Got to remember, before the Olympics began in 1980, they had played an exhibition game against the Soviets in New York at Madison Square Garden, and they lost like 15 to <laughs> two. <laughs> Fifteen to two. This is hockey. They had blown out. Out. Yeah. So it was pretty. You know, you you didn't really know what you were going to get. And look at they, and and here's the other thing: people forget that the do you believe in miracles? Call that was only the semifinal. It was. Not only that, people
2: didn't see it live. It was it, on tape delay. It was on tape delay. It was on tape delay. Can you imagine? I was two months away from being born. Whew, don't remember Jimmy B. Oh boy, but I've seen the story. I've read a little bit on. And it. you saw the movie?
1: No, no. Oh, you haven't, haven't seen the miracle movie? No. Oh,
2: it's a pretty good movie. That's what I've heard. Yeah,
1: it's not bad. I told you I don't have time Sports for movies. <laughs> It's a sports movie.
2: I still don't have time for it. Watch Slapshot. I've seen Slapshot. Slapshot's awesome. That's a
1: good movie. Hanson Brothers. My boys. (laughs) Your boys. Coming right back, everybody. Alex Halstead's going to join us. uh, Cyclone Alert 24-7 Sports right here. Jimmy B and TC, it's the Big talker. 1700.
0: The big games play here. Westwood One Sports. On Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG.
3: We have a different way of looking at things. Like, one bad apple doesn't spoil the bunch. Life hands you lemons, it's still a respectable piece of fruit. And that's how we treat you and your credit. With respect. Go to dsmcredit.com and get your approval for a brand new 2017 Stu Hansen Hyundai Elantra for just 119 a month. Or 2017 Hyundai Sonata, just 149 per month, with zero down. Plus, get America's best warranty. 10 years, 100,000 miles. Bad credit? We say so you missed a couple of payments. No credit? We call that just getting started. Bankruptcy? So you took a chance. At DSMCredit.com, it's all about a positive perspective. Get a 2017 Stu Hansen Hyundai from just 119 a month with zero down. Go to DSMCredit.com or call 253-3000. Stu Hansen Hyundai and Clive. you need credit? At DSMCredit.com, we positively hear you. 36 monthly, zero security, all plus tax tag registration with approved credit. Oh, oh, To protect your engine, you have to change the oil. Right now at O'Reilly Auto Parts, pick up five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil for $27.95. Protect your engine from sludge and wear with Mobile One full synthetic motor oil at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details.
0: Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Grammy-nominated Joe Bonamassa, hailed as one of the world's greatest guitar players. Blues rock titan, Joe Bonamassa, live in concert on Thursday, March 9th at the Des Moines Civic Center. Tickets on sale now at the venue box office and at Des MoinesPerformingArts.org. Joe Bonamassa, don't miss your chance to experience the guitar event of the year.
4: Software Engineer Salesforce, sought by DHI Group, Inc. in Urbandale, Iowa, 40 hours a week. Duties? Maintain ownership of all technical aspects of Salesforce.com implementation, including custom code, system integrations, third-party applications, and app exchange products. Responsible for developing in the Salesforce.com platform, including Visualforce, Apex, Triggers, Custom Objects, and SOQL. Deliver on release schedules and milestones. Create and manage project artifacts and technical documentation. The first Minimum requirements, bachelor's degree in computer science, computer engineering, or related field or foreign equivalent. And three years of experience in integrating enterprise applications with other API enabled business systems. Three years of experience in working in an agile environment utilizing tools such as Jira, Microsoft TFS, and Confluence. Three years of experience developing on the Salesforce.com platform. Please reply with resume to Pamela Bylash, 1040 Avenue of the Americas, Floor 8, New York, New York, 10018. For Wolf Construction, a plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, wolfconstruction.net.
0: Talking sports with Jimmy B and TC. Call the show now, 264-1700-BIG-SPORTS on 1700-KBGG.
1: Hi, right, everybody. We rolled all the way till 3 o'clock today. It's always fun when we get Alex Halstead on the program 24-7 Cyclone Alert. He comes to us on the Draft House 50 Hotline Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Lots to get into here. Alex, how are you, pal?
6: I'm doing good here. Just got done with spring practice at Iowa State, and it's kind of crazy. It's February 28th, and we're talking about football, but you know, kind of the time of year where that gets going and a lot of news all around for Iowa State both. I think you've a lot to probably get to with football and basketball.
1: Yep. Let's, uh, let's just stay then since you referenced football off the top, and then we'll move to the big hoop game tonight. Uh, the big story, of course, Joel Lanning working out uh, as a linebacker. Uh, and then afterwards I saw where Campbell, the head coach, indicated that they were going to try to get him on the field as much as they possibly can. Can you kind of clarify what all that was all about?
6: Yeah, so obviously we know Joel's size. He's six foot two, two twenty-five, and um, today was their first spring practice. And he spent the first couple sessions with the quarterbacks, but for the majority of the practice, he was wearing a white jersey with the defense and was spending the time with the linebackers. So um, obviously we know that Jacob Parks is starting quarterback, and so like you said, Matt Campbell wants to find as many ways as they can to get Joel landing on the field. He said he told us that. He thinks, honestly, that Dole's probably going to play the most reps he has played in his career. He's going to play more than ever before this year. Uh, and part of that's going to be at linebacker. Um, he said it doesn't mean he's not going to play quarterback. He said we'll still definitely see him at quarterback. Uh, he didn't rule out seeing him in an H-back role. So I think right now we're just kind of trying to figure out what that's going to be. But it sounds like they think he'll play both sides of the ball potentially and play just about anywhere. They want to maximize his rest because Campbell said, he thinks he's one of their best eleven players.
1: Okay, so all of a sudden, Joel Lanning's turning into Jabril Peppers is what you're telling me.
6: Well, yeah, if you compare him to that, I guess in terms of playing both ways, you know, that's kind of what Campbell told us. He said they sat in the office with um, each other back in December for their end of season meetings. Just Campbell and Lanning, and Campbell said um, that Lanning just told him, "Coach, I just want to play." And he said, "Would you have you ever thought about or been interested in playing defense?" And he said, Lanning told him, "Absolutely." And so from there on, they've just kind of tried to think about different ways. Now, you know, maybe the linebacker thing doesn't work out, but you know, they're at least going to spend the spring trying to see. And, um, landing has told Rick Campbell that he's thought about playing linebacker before, you know, physically, when you look at him, he's got the size of linebackers. Mm-hmm. Um, he's as, as big as some of their linebackers that played last year. So, uh, they're just going to kind of see, and he was out there with Willie Harvey today, who obviously started at linebacker last year, prior state, just to kind of see, um, what he can pick up and that sort of thing. But, you know, Campbell said more and more in college football players are starting to play, maybe not full-time, obviously, but playing both ways a little bit, uh, it's becoming more common, and they think Lanning could do that in 2017. A concern that
2: perhaps he might be stretching him a little too thin, though. You know, you saw Peppers kind of wear down as the season yeah. went on, and it use him too much. Uh, maybe there's a game where... Park doesn't have it. You're using him a little bit more on the offense. Now you're having him over on the other side. Could that be a concern going forward here? And, and did Coach Campbell talk about that at all, having to kind of figure out the amount of snaps he's going to play on each side?
6: Yeah, he didn't get too much into that today, other than to say that he thinks he'll play the most snaps he's played in his life. Um, but I think that is probably a concern that they've got to figure out. And I think that's going to be one of the big questions here, is who is the backup quarterback, truly? Because uh, Zeb Noland was back out there today. He obviously missed his uh, freshman season last year with his knee injury but you know he was back out the there today and I think truly he's probably the number two quarterback if is going to move all around like people think he is yeah. uh, Zeb from you know what we heard before he got injured in the fall last spring he was really really impressive um, according to people that uh, saw him play and we obviously saw him a little bit in the spring game you know we saw him today and his arm looks really good so I just they, they obviously haven't told us what the depth start looks like there but I just got to think that Zeb Nolan's probably the true backup quarterback. And Landing, like Campbell told us, will still play quarterback. But I think it's probably going to be situational where he's maybe that land-ram, so to speak, type player where he's coming in to do those sorts of things uh, more so than be a guy that's going to be in there every snap, even if Park does get hurt.
1: Is he going to be like a short-yardage situation around the goal line, that sort of thing?
6: Yeah, I think so. When you look at his numbers, what they did – you know, he started nine games last year, really started eight because one of them was when Park, I think, was late for breakfast and, um, you know, didn't start the Kansas game, but ended up basically being the starter in terms of snaps. Uh, so, in those last four games of the season, that kind of became Landing's role. He had 11 rushing touchdowns, 518 rushing yards, and he was their third leading rusher. And I think if we see him at quarterback, I think that's going to be his primary primary uh, role is being this bulldozer type of. Mm -hmm. quarterback, um, like we saw in the last four games after the bye week last season. But, you know, maybe we see him in an H-back role, and people have thrown out maybe they um, still let him catch some stuff, like uh, maybe we saw Sam Harms do at tight end last year. So Campbell didn't rule out H-back or tight end either. I think right now they're just trying to figure out what he does best, um, develop his skill set, and then by the time they get to the fall, which they still got some time, figure out how many stops they think he should play where.
2: A couple of uh, housekeeping notes. Let's start with the offensive line. The uh, two grad transfers, Rogers and Dawson, still not on campus. They won't be around for spring football. But first of all, Jake Campos, him working his way back. And what about some of the youngsters? You know, we saw a couple of guys get some, uh, get some experience a year ago. Sean Foster, who a lot of people are very uh, high on, uh, redshirted a year ago. What did Coach Campbell have to say about the offensive line?
6: Yeah, I asked him about the offensive line because what you saw today was um, very early, obviously. they like you mentioned, the transfers are here, and that could change the entire picture this summer. But Sean Foster, in terms of what it looked like, was probably the starting group right now. Sean Foster was at left tackle. Robbie Garcia was at left guard. Uh, Julian Good-Jones was at center. Right tackle was Jake Campos, who's back and healthy. And then uh, Bryce Meeker was out there at guard as well. So I think you know it's, it's really interesting right now because he said, really, they feel like Bryce Meeker... Um Bryce Meeker, Sean Foster, and uh, Robbie Garcia really need a lot of reps. So he said it's, it's not the worst thing in the world that those those transfers aren't here because those guys can get a lot of reps. And then when those two transfers, Khalil Rogers from USC and David Dawson from Michigan, get here when they graduate in May, Campbell said it's just going to create competition. You know, They're not coming in and for sure being those starters, but it provides them that competition and ultimately depth. Um, I think it's going to be interesting to see because Julian Good-Jones, we know, started at right tackle last year. He's back at center this spring. He spent all of last spring at, at center, so I think that's my maybe most interesting thing: is does he stay at center when Khalil Rogers and David Dawson get here? Both of those guys are interior guys. Uh, uh, Rogers started at center for USC, but is a guard as well. But you know, maybe their offensive line could look like um, your tackles are Sean Foster left, Jake Campbell says at right, like we saw today. Julian Good Jones at center, and then those two transfers come in and all of a sudden be your starting guards, maybe. And that that's a pretty. A uh, decent-looking offensive line, especially then you got depth like Robbie Garcia and Bryce Meeker, two guys that will have gone through the entire spring as number ones as your backups, and that's kind of where they're trying to get is the depth. But uh, like Campos said, it's starting to look like a true offensive line, but now they got to kind of get it there and make sure that it actually plays like one.
1: Uh, let me just follow up on Campos, and then we'll move on to uh, the basketball game tonight. Now I got one more oh, football. You? Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, my my question is, I saw a picture of him, and the way that they have that left ankle and foot uh with a special shoe and how it's wrapped is he running full speed yet or is it still limited
6: yeah he was full goal today i don't think he had any kind of braces even uh, but he did have that you know like you mentioned the special stuff but it sounds like he's full goal camp campbell talks about him today and um the thing that they've been impressed with is because he's had a couple injuries now back to back he's really really gotten stronger upper body and uh they think he's uh, full goal i don't even think he's a limited participant when you look at Kamari Cotton-Moya, another starter, obviously, that had all-season shoulder surgery. He was a non-participant today, and they're hoping to get him back into 7-on-7s. But the guys out there today, like Campos, um, they're full go, which is positive news for Iowa State. Now they just got to keep him healthy through the spring and into the fall.
2: Finally, the running back position. And Mike Warren, I mean, that we figured he was as good as gone. The way yeah. that the season went, they're being called out in the press conference by Coach Campbell, it looked like all signs were pointing that he was going to be moving on and looking for a new home. but here he is going through spring workouts. Everything appears to be okay. What's the latest on Mike Warren? Him maybe having a new kind of role going forward, and, and also that running back situation with Ngwangwu and the injury. Some like Coach Campbell today says there's a chance he could be back for this year with the Achilles.
6: Yeah, Matt Campbell was really, really honest about Mike Warren today. He said that um, most people in his situation, to be honest, transfer, they leave a school. And he said, you know, they sat in his office. Uh, again, for end-of-player meetings, just like he did with every player, and he said that Mike Warren never brought up transferring, never brought up leaving, and um, he said that's been something that's impressed him. I talked to one person who said that he's had a really, really good winter. Uh, he looks bigger today, and um, now with Nwanglu, like you mentioned, injured, you know, it's really him and David Montgomery, and you can have a two-headed backfield. Um, you, know, a lot of, you can't just rely on one running back at this level anyway, so he's really got an opportunity to do something with David Montgomery. I think Montgomery is probably still the number one guy, but you know they can split enough reps to both get their numbers and get their yards and help the team. Um, as far as Rwangu goes, uh, he was on a, a little scooter today. Uh, his foot was wrapped up, and or as I guess should say, his Achilles and his ankle. And right now, it's I've heard it's about a six month process and that puts him out to August when you think about it, right into fall camp. And so they think it's possible. Uh, Campbell said he had a safety that's now in the NFL and CFL that. Came back pretty quick from an Achilles, but the thing with Nuanguo is, from what I've heard talking to a couple people, is they really don't want to rush it because he's a kid that's going to be a sophomore. They still have his redshirt, and they could redshirt him. And you know, if they do that, it's not the worst situation because then all of a sudden it evens out your classes. You know, you, you don't grab, you don't have to bring in a ton of running backs here down the road. So it's it's definitely on the positive for them. They were really excited about what he had been doing in, in in the winter, and they think he's the fastest player on the team, one of the fastest players in the Big 12. Um, but it's possible, I think, that he could play. But from what I've heard, they really want to be cautious, especially because he's so young.
1: We're having a conversation with Alex Halstead, 24-7 Cyclone Alert, on the Draft House 50 Hotline. Alex, let's go to the big hoop game tonight. Look, I know that the Kansas game gets the most buzz, but, man, this game has got great written all over it this evening against Oklahoma State.
6: Yeah, this is a big one for both teams, and it's two of the hottest teams, probably the hottest teams actually in the Big 12, when you look at um, what Oklahoma State's done, I think they've won eight of their last nine. Iowa State's won six of their last seven. They're on a five-game winning streak. You know, it's big for both of them in terms of, you know, in in some senses, obviously still the Big 12 picture, but really for seeding, you know, right now, you know, Iowa State's projected on the six-seven line uh, by ESPN. They have them as a seven seed. Oklahoma State's actually a, a six seed above them. You know, so it's big for that purpose, but it's also big for both. Um, to kind of continue those hot streaks. You know, Oklahoma State's got Kansas coming up. But like you said, yeah, I think there's other games that get the buzz. But it, it seems like I think people understand what this game means more so than they would on a typical game that's non-Kansas or non-Baylor on Saturday because I think a lot of people realize how good Oklahoma State's been. And, you know, Nas kind of brought that up that, you know, they're actually kind of looking forward to it because you could have a senior night where you have a team come in that you just know you're going to beat or that you're really, really supposed to beat and this one, he said, is going to really give them a challenge. And it's kind of weird. I think four of the last five now senior nights have been against Oklahoma State, and obviously Naz, a lot of his big career moments have come against that same team.
2: Brad Underwood, a guy known for his uh, defensive intensity as the coach of Stephen F. Austin. Early on this year, Oklahoma State didn't have a whole lot of that, and they're still not great defensively, but they've improved a lot. When you've watched the Cowboys, have you been able to uh, decipher a thing or two that's made them better on that defensive end of the floor?
6: Yeah, I actually asked Monte that too because that's the area I think when their defense has gotten better, they've and like you said, it's not necessarily top in the country or anything like that. But as their defense has gotten better than what it was when they lost the first six games of Big Twelve play to now, they've actually got much better. Monte said um, the biggest thing he's noticed is early in the season they were doing some things that just didn't fit those players, and the main thing he said was that they it was man to man and you didn't have help. So if you got beat, you know you you were kind of doomed. <laughs> And Monte said he he and the rest of Iowa State in that game in Stillwater, they just drove the whole game because they knew that mm-hmm. um, they were playing man-to-man, and that's kind of what Brad Underwood's defense is, is you got to get your guy, and there's not really a lot of help defense. But he said that he's noticed that now they're kind of filling gaps, they're taking away that, and he said they'll still attack, but that the defense has been much better since Brad Underwood kind of adapted to his players. And um, that's been really interesting how much better they've been uh, since that change was made.
1: Tonight, uh, Trent and I had a conversation off the top of the show about the game within the game. Two top point guards uh, going against each other in Evans and Morris. How do you uh, view this matchup? And when you were talking to Monte Morris, was he really looking forward to that matchup?
6: Yeah, he kind of always um, know enjoys when he plays some of the top point guards. I know he gets asked about a lot when they play Kansas because he's going against Frank Mason and Devontae Graham. and. Uh, obviously, in the past when he was going against Isaiah Taylor at Texas, he would, he would bring that up a lot. You know, he likes these matchups because I think he feels that it uh, gets a little bit more attention in terms of he can showcase what he can do as well. And um, he he was praised, you know, Juan Evans quite a bit a lot. You know, they're kind of a little bit different players, obviously. And he talked about how Evans can get dangerous if you let him start making shots. That you know he can get dangerous. So he talked about how needing to shut him down. But um, I guess the other thing that he mentioned was just kind of going back to the other point was that. Just because their defense has changed doesn't mean that he's going to try to, you know, sit out there and um, pull up for shots. He said he's still going to attack and uh, Evans and and you know try to get him to foul trouble and those sorts of things.
2: Well, the man-to-man defense we kind of know how it's going to go. It'll be the battle of point guards, as Jim just mentioned there up front: uh, Garden, Hammonds, and Solomon. It'll be uh, what we saw with Solomon Young mm-hmm. and, uh, and and Deontay Burton out of uh, Nas and Matt Thomas. Though, who gets the matchup with? Uh, the incredible talent in Jeffrey Carroll, a guy that long, lean, can shoot yes. it, can get to the rim. Who's going to get that initial defensive assignment in your mind?
6: Yeah, that's a good question because Iowa State has kind of relied on both of those at different times. You know, last year, you know, Matt Thomas was the guy that got matched up on Buddy Heel all three matchups, mm-hmm. and he was the guy that they went to to guard the best player. But this year, I think, uh, and Naz has talked about it, how he's been a lot of times put into situations where he's guarded the other team's player like that. Um, actually, is it's been kind of interesting, you know, in recent games, just, or after recent games, casually, uh, Deontay and Monte will just, like, they set up at the podium, I think, after this last game, this last Saturday, and um, before they left, they said Naz for first-team first team defense, and so they keep giving him uh, stuff about that, and so I, th- I think it might be Naz that kind of draws him first, but I think it might be a collective effort, because those are the, really the two defensive stoppers they go to, and... But when they're both on the floor, I think maybe now it's just the way they've been talking lately.
1: Can you update us at all? Uh, the bone spurs with Matt Thomas—he only scored two points in the last game. Was he troubled by them in that contest?
6: Well, you know, they, they didn't bring up the injury post game. I think he played 24 minutes, and uh, I think in the second half, it was just in terms of Campbell got—they got going with a different lineup. And as we've seen with—I'm sorry, not Campbell—as uh, we've seen with with Prohm, he kind of sticks with the guys that get them into a run. Um, so that was part of it. But he's going to deal with those bone spurs. it sounds like, for the rest of the season. They don't expect Thomas to be 100% with those. The interesting thing with him is he's had two off games this month, and every time he's had that off game, he's come back and maybe been their best scorer yeah. the next game. So it'll be interesting to see if he has that kind of rebound game. And that's been something um, that has talked about, and I kind of went back and looked, and uh, he's he's right when he says it. They haven't had a game this year when you talk about those four core seniors with uh, Monte, Naz, Matt, and Deontay. Most games that they win, three of those four players play really well, but they haven't had a game where all four have played well. And uh, Prohm said that's where he thinks they still have the next level, is a night that maybe all four of those guys play well. And obviously, Iowa State's probably hoping that that comes in March.
1: We'll let you run on this. Senior night, it's going to be pretty emotional before that opening tip.
6: Yeah, that's that's something that all the players have talked about, especially – you you look at the three three main guys that have been here for four and now as Long's case, five years. Um, you know they've always obviously all talked very highly of Iowa State. We've seen all those quotes out there about just the in depth talk about you know what their how their lives have changed. You know in the time they've been here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know Prohm is really big on senior day. He said it's his, probably his favorite game, even above Big 12s or NCAA tournament. And he does a lot more stuff. Obviously Iowa State does speeches now after the game since Chrome got here, he said he shows them videos before the game of spanning their entire career. So it seems like he actually tries to drum up the emotions more than you would think you'd want those players to be emotional before the game. But that's kind of, I think, the big question is how quickly can they get composed. And I don't think Monte's probably a guy that gets rattled too much, but it'll be interesting to see how they handle that, because sometimes you see teams come out flatter on senior day because I think the emotions kind of get caught up in things.
1: It's always good talking with you, Alex. Uh, Enjoy the game tonight. Uh, We're looking forward to it as well. Thank you.
6: Yeah, thanks, guys. Have a good week.
1: All right, see you. Alex Halstead, 24-7, Cyclone Alert, the latest on Iowa State. Quick break coming up. When we come back, the Kansas City Chiefs, if you're a fan, well, they're going to keep probably their best defensive player. Is that fair? Do you think he's their best defensive player? Close.
2: Mm. Best is difficult. Justin Houston's their best when he's his healthiest. Okay. Okay. But they're both really but good. they're both
1: really good. Right. We'll get into all of one that. One of the best. Yeah, one of the. Okay, fair enough. One of the best. Jimmy DC, Big Talker 1700.
0: News, talk, sports. Yeah, we got all that online at 1700kbgg.com.
4: Call your local dealer now. Switch to DirecTV today and start enjoying the nation's number
0: one satellite TV service. Call Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. That's Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR.
3: For us 24-month TV and 12-month internet agreements and combined billing, new approved customers only must remain active and in good standing on all services or then prevailing rate supply in second year. Pro-rated ETF up to $480 for TV, $180 for internet, equipment, non-return, and other phasing conditions. Apply. Call for details. Offer ends
7: Hi, this is Craig Hodson, Vice President, Market Manager of Cumulus Media Des Moines. Cumulus is a proud supporter of the Ankeny Chamber of Commerce. The chamber promotes economic development to strengthen the business climate and enhance the quality of life in Ankeny. Please join me in welcoming and supporting these new members.
8: Ankeny Family Vision Center, Aspen Athletic Club, Athletico Physical Therapy, Best Buddies, Chamber Explorations, CMC Solutions, Coldwell Banker Mid-American Group, Jacqueline Duke and Jamie Luton. Excellence Achieved, Farmers Insurance Agency, Larry Johnson. Gateway Mortgage Group. Hewitt Wellness and Massage. Iowa Realty, Irene Smith. Mobility Sales and Service. Pingora Outdoors. Priority Capital Group. Rustic Salon. Service Master Restoration by Bailey. Shelter Insurance, Rick Fee. Spavia, coming soon. Takakawa Law Firm.
7: The Ankeny Chamber of Commerce and Cumulus Media wish to thank these new members. Learn more about the Ankeny Chamber of Commerce online at Ankeny.org hiring is the most challenging part of my job
8: we started using zip recruiter about three months ago one click and my job was posted to 200 plus job boards all the top sites
3: all of the candidates came to my dashboard and it's easy to compare them and i couldn't believe the number of great applicants we got i don't know how
2: we hired before zip recruiter find the best candidates with zip
0: recruiter where your job is just one click away from 200 plus job sites and right now you can try zip recruiter free Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash find. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash find.
3: Sometimes diabetes can feel more like don't-abetes. Don't do this. Don't forget that. But with a little help from Walgreens, diabetes won't slow you down. Stop by for expert pharmacy care in-store or online via pharmacy chat. Pick up the medications you rely on and get savings on testing supplies from all major brands like AccuCheck and Walgreens TrueMetrics. Walgreens has just what you need to do more with diabetes. Walgreens, at the corner of happy
4: and healthy. From painting to lawn maintenance, we protect our homes, both the inside and the outside. Now is the perfect time to protect the most valuable thing in your home. Protect your loved ones by practicing a fire escape plan and installing Kida fire and security products. Kitta is here to help with a full line of easy-to-install, fire and carbon monoxide alarms, and security cameras. And you can find them all at the Home Depot. Stop in today for everything you need to protect your home. KIDA. Technology that saves lives.
2: Tri in here, and I want to tell you about our great friends at Draft House Fifty on Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. If you're looking for basketball, you're not going to find a better place in the metro than Draft House Fifty. Big screen TVs across the bar, sound on for the local games, and great brews to go along with it. Don't forget about the food—classic bar food with an upscale style and a tap system like you've never seen before. Draft House Fifty. Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines.
1: it's a family membership add-on special it's aspen west Glen, town center west des moines
0: sports talk that rocks this is jimmy b and tc on des moines big station for sports 1700 kbgg welcome
1: back in everybody we rolled till three o'clock today we were talking a little bit before we went to the commercial timeout about uh, eric barry Safety for the Kansas City Chiefs, and if you are a Chiefs fan, they are finalizing a six-year deal with Barry worth 78 million shamoles. Not bad. Not
2: bad money if you can get it. Yep. I can't. I can't either,
1: yeah. Have to win the lottery.
2: Yes. That's That's about it. (laughs) That's that's about the only hope with that one. Yep. Uh, You know, there was a lot of talk about if the franchise tag was going to be applied to him, Mm -hmm. if they were going to go that route, or if they're going to be able to find it and find the money to do it. Now, Kansas City, with this move, we're going to ask Andrew Garda about this, because you know we talked a little bit about them possibly moving on from Alex Smith and looking at, The myriad of quarterbacks that are out there, from Jay Cutler, Tony Romo, on and on and on, Tyrod Taylor. I mean, Mm -hmm. just so many routes that you can go with it, even a guy like Blake Bortles. You want to kind of start from there. But if you're the Chiefs, what do you do? I mean, do you you truly believe Alex Smith can lead them to a Super Bowl? They do. Do they? Are you sure about that? owner
1: came out and already said, so he's our guy.
2: I get that. Come on. What's he going to say? No, we got no chance. What do well, you want him to say?
1: Look, uh, all I know is is that he's played pretty well. Pretty and, well. And there, and there but are, you need more I, than I pretty know, well. I know that. But there are so many, only so many, Tom Brady's, mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers, Peyton Manning when he was playing. There's only so many of those guys, and he's not that guy. No.
2: But, he but I is, don't think
1: you need but him. He's on
2: that next tier of guys he's on the bottom of that tier. Okay. That next group, that say 10 to 20 range of quarterbacks in the NFL. I think he's in the bottom part of that. He made some Trent Dilfer won the Super Bowl. He did? I mean, they're a, with a with an unbelievable historic defense. defense. Yes. That also though it was 15 years ago is a completely different game than it's it is played today. I get it. Now just 2 years ago the Broncos did that with an elite defense. Yes. Can the Chiefs get to that level? Possibly. They're close. Mm-hmm. They're close to having a defense that is that good, but it's still going to take a couple more big pieces to be not just a very good defense, right. a historic a, a great defense. defense. You have yeah. to be a historic yes. defense. That's what Denver had. Yep. That's what that Baltimore team had. That's
1: what the Bears had. Yes. That's what like you have that. to have. You
2: have to have that. When you have a, a bit of an issue mm-hmm. on the offensive side and with the quarterback position. I don't think you can win a Super Bowl with Alex Okay. Smith. I think you'd be good. Yeah. I think you win thirteen games. Yeah. I think you can get number one seed. But to win three consecutive, consecutive games, games, division round, AFC championship, Super Bowl. Unless your I defense is yeah. what you're talking and about. And I don't think it'll be that level. It can be good,
1: yeah, not that level. Here's the uh, numbers now starting to drift out on Eric Berry. We told you six years, 78 mil, 40 million guaranteed. And 20 million signing bonus. That's what you gave me when you asked me to do the show with you.
2: Yeah, $20 signing yeah, well, bonus. That's what it
1: was. I thought it was 20 cents.
2: Might have been that, too. Quick break. We're coming right
1: back. Top of the hour. Andrew Gard at the NFL. We'll get into this story plus. Adrian Peterson, no longer a Minnesota Viking. He's going to be a free agent. Lots to get into in the NFL at the top of the hour. Jimmy B and TC, it's the Big Talker, 1700.
0: The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk. The Spa at West Glen, a personal journey for the mind, body, and spirit. Treat yourself with massage therapies including Swedish massage, deep tissue massage, and the signature service from the Spa at West Glen, the West Glen Body Ritual. The Spa at West Glen also provides injectables, facials, chemical peels, and medical spa treatments including Dermapen along with nutritional services. Look and feel your best with help from the Spa at West Glen. And the Spa at West Glen makes a great gift for the special lady in your life. Believe me. Call the spa at West Glen at 515-225-2642. That's 515-225-2642. Or check them out online at RelaxDesMoines.com. Dr. Heidi Cook and the spa at West Glen. It's time to take a closer look at tile. Specifically, at the Home Depot's new wood-look porcelain tile, starting at just $199 a square foot. This textured tile comes in a range of classic wood colors, From creamy whites to cool grays. From maple to cherry to teak. And because it's porcelain, it's
3: waterproof. So you can use it in the bathroom, kitchen, or any room of the house. Get the look of wood with the versatility of tile. Only at the Home Depot. More saving, more
7: doing. Hi, this is Craig Hodson, Vice President Market Manager of Cumulus Media Des Moines. Cumulus is a proud supporter of the Ankeny Chamber of Commerce. The chamber promotes economic development to strengthen the business climate and enhance the quality of life in Ankeny. Please join me in welcoming and supporting these new members.
8: Ankeny Family Vision Center, Aspen Athletic Club, Athletico Physical Therapy. Best Buddies, Chamber Explorations, CMC Solutions, Coldwell Banker Mid-American Group, Jacqueline Duke and Jamie Luton, Excellence Achieved, Farmers Insurance Agency, Larry Johnson, Gateway Mortgage Group, Hewitt Wellness and Massage, Iowa Realty, Irene Smith, Mobility Sales and Service, Pingora Outdoors, Priority Capital Group, Rustic Salon Service Master Restoration by Bailey. Shelter Insurance, Rick Fee. Spavia, coming soon. Takakawa Law Firm.
7: The Ankeny Chamber of Commerce and Cumulus Media wish to thank these new members. Learn more about the Ankeny Chamber of Commerce online at Ankeny.org. Welcome to Staples. Staples guy, my New Year's resolution is to get new customers in the door. Well, Staples has everything you need to promote your
2: business signs, pens, mugs, you name it. Perfect. And right now you can get 15% off custom banners and posters. 15% off? (laughs) That's one resolution off my list.
3: Oh, how many were there? Just the one and Happy New Year. This year, resolve to promote your business at Staples. And right now, get 15% off custom banners and posters. Staples, make more happen. Offer ends 32417, See a Staples associate for details. Progressive presents
4: Mind Flowness with Flow.
8: Your aura brims with confidence. The Name Your Price tool has given you policy options based on your budget. A source of great power rises from within, like a Tyrannosaurus Rex that can shoot dragons out of its eyes riding on a tank
4: get insurance based on your budget with the name your price tool from progressive visit progressive.com progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates pricing coverage match limited by state law
8: 1700
7: KBGG has another sweet deal for you at The Radish, one of the only made-from-scratch kitchens in Des Moines. They have premium steak, luscious seafood, and premium pasta, good. along with daily lunch and dinner specials. The Radish, a true hidden gem only a few blocks west of Highway 141 Grimes. Your taste buds will thank you.
8: promise to so subscribe